Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents... It's one person coming in from China. It's going to disappear. One day it's like a miracle. It will. We're going to all be great. We're going to be so good. This is a pandemic. The Betches Sup Podcast. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Hello and welcome to the Sup Daily Corona Cast. I'm Amanda Duberman. And I'm Caitlin Bird. And the CoronaCast is your daily rundown of all the latest news on COVID-19, how we're getting through it, and just how close we are to ending this crisis. Let's get into it. Hi, Caitlin. How are you doing? I'm all in one piece, which is is very reassuring in the midst of this crisis that, like, I, I feel relatively okay, and I'm just trying to make sure that I do as much, keep as much okayness for the rest of the world and, and my family and, and all of that as possible. Like I'm trying to spread okay instead of spreading like chaos and, and sickness. I like that. And that's also, I like that because it's also not like spread cheer and joy. It's like, just be okay. It's okay yeah. if that's the bar for now, but let's try to get, let's try to get there. I'm super proud that I, I take showers every day, every day. I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> Whenever I take a shower, I feel like I'm like in one of the like like an old movie where like a child's getting bathed in the bath because I'm like, who knows when I'll bathe ne- next? I'm just like really, really lavishing at it. Although I have been, I have, I have noticed I have uh, been going daily because I've been taking my walks, and then on my walks I get stressed and sweaty, so I have to shower. Yeah, my skin is not happy about this hand washing experience, mm-hmm. though. I will say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mine's not great. <laughs> My face skin is happy with me not wearing makeup, though. That is that is definitely an upside. No, I've had very few breakouts yeah. since uh, since everything. Yeah, silver lining. We got to take the wins where we can find them. Yeah, because psh, everything is everything is completely batshit insane. Everything is completely batshit insane. So you're going to take us through today's top headlines, but first we wanted to t- like mention some crazy breaking news, which is that. Prince Charles, the 71-year-old heir to the British throne, has tested positive for coronavirus. He's in good health, but he's self-isolating in Scotland um, at Balmoral, which you will recognize if you watch The Crown. He has mild symptoms, and apparently his wife, who is 72, uh, has tested negative. Did you see that video of Prince Charles last week where he was having a really hard time not shaking hands? Oh, I I didn't, but that seems really funny. Royal protocol really feels like one of those things right now where it's like, oh, like I've been doing this my whole life and now I've got to stop doing all of these things. And it feels like like trying to stop an 18-wheeler going 40 miles an hour. You're like, yeah, it's slow true. everything down. Yeah, absolutely. Poor Chuck. <laughs> we wish him well, of course, and we hope he has not been anywhere <laughs> near the queen. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That's nothing would be worse than him being near his his parents right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, mm, Charles can go away." Yeah, it's right, all good. Right. <laughs> right, right. This is like a temporary period of time where like Prince Charles is more of a problem than Prince Andrew. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe not for the queen. 
<laughs> as far as the queen is concerned, yeah, probably at this point in time. Yeah. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners. I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you are searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone on any occasion. Now it's easier to find gifts made by independent sellers for all of the people in your life, like the pickleballers, I know plenty of those, the jazz fan, the artist, the pasta lover, whatever niche interest they have, you can find an incredible gift on Etsy. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there is something for everyone. There is so much pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas specifically for my dad, but my dad loves flying. He loves airplanes. He loves aviation, and he never gets sick of a cute little gift that has a reference to that. And the inventory for that on Etsy is incredible. I hope my dad lives for 200 years because I can get him a birthday present related to aviation or planes from Etsy for every single one of them, if not hundreds and hundreds of years more. There really is that much. A gifting moment is always around the corner, but whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. So what else okay. are we at today? Where are we at? Today in the U.S., uh, top headlines Around noon today, Eastern Standard Time, there are approximately 53,300 known coronavirus cases in the United States with 709 deaths. The death toll in Spain has surpassed that in reportedly mm-hmm. in China. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that the death toll that China has reported. Right. Uh, New York City, uh, the where we are right now, the epicenter of the United States um, coronavirus, uh, basically con- contagion, uh, has the epi- is, continues to be the epicenter with cases doubling every three days. And to the degree that basically uh, experts, including Deborah Burks, advise people who have visited the city to self-quarantine automatically. Uh, Deborah Burks and Anthony Fauci uh, both backed that up. And so the precaution was necessary given the high rate of infections in the nation's most populous city. So, Got yes, it. it's coming out of the White House, but it is backed up by people who have medical expertise. That is what I'm going to say is the official guideline on that. Um, the people who know what they're doing have said that. That's yeah. what I will say. Also, while we're talking about this, just putting an open call out there that if any of our listeners know Anthony Fauci or have his contact information, we would love to have him on the podcast. He went on um, Barstool Sports Podcast, and we feel like Betches is... We have just as much of a reach. So PSA or whatever, if you know him, (laughs) let us know because he is more than welcome. Absolutely. And then uh, getting sadly back to headlines uh, (sighs) in New York City, in New York City and uh, governor, uh, Governor Cuomo has said the city is not prepared to deal with the height of infections, which have required a 15% hospitalization. It looks like the Javits Center will be, um, that has been set aside to help expand the bed capacity of New York City. Yeah. Um, yeah. Isn't it? I find it really hard. We're both in New York City right now, and it doesn't, where I am at least, like there's no, the emergencies and the chaos is in the hospitals. And if you look outside, I would say that New Yorkers, where I am at least, are being pretty obedient about social distancing. So it's this. It's this really weird dissonant thing to see our city and the headlines everywhere as like this crisis center. And I know it is, but it's, 
it's dissonant with like how I'm experiencing it, you know, where I am. It's kind of strange. Yeah. And I would say, um, I, I walk, I, occasionally I go outside. I've actually been really, <laughs> really diligent about not doing that. But yeah. um, when I do go out, I, it's so empty. It's so quiet. People who can have been really trying to self-isolate. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the, the nature of this is that you're not going to be able to see the crisis unless it touches you personally. Right. And that means being, it means in a lot of ways, like it's our, it's our job to try to make sure that we aren't seeing the crisis directly as much as possible. Yeah. Um, because that means that we're helping to prevent further crises, yeah. you know, as many of us as possible should be, should be doing it. And it looks like it's working to some right. degree. We'll only know in the next like two, three weeks, um, which is kind of, uh, which is kind of uh, crazy because you know we're also looking at having to to fill in the economy for those two to three weeks, yeah. which is what um, Congress has been working on in theory. <laughs> this morning, this morning the White House and Senate have appeared to strike a deal on a, a two trillion dollar package. Um, just that's trillion with a T. That's mm-hmm. that's a TR version of that. Which is and two million million. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Yeah. I still can't accept that as fact, but anyway. It's like we just like had that sitting somewhere. Um, I know. And some of the biggest issues with the Senate side bill were um, how much money would be al- allocated to bail them out and what kind of oversight the money would have. And, you know, um, it, it, when Republicans drafted their first version, it was basically a zero oversight, $500 billion large corporation slush fund um, where Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin would get to decide where the money goes and how it's used. Um, and then there was like $50 billion designated for the airline industry and that had, there was nothing on that. There was nothing like, oh, it should go to your workers or anything like that. It could have just gone anywhere airline executives wanted it to go. Wow. Um, and then they could have just bumped their own pay or, or do uh, stock buybacks um, with the cash rather than investing in the people who need the cash to live. Right. Just kind of an insane <laughs> corporate policy from my perspective, but eh. I'm right. not a scion of the economy, so whatever. Um, and then uh, they, but this this new one has been uh, developed now, and it looks like it's going to have more oversight. Um, both uh, Senate leaders, that's going to be Mitch McConnell for the majority, and uh, Chuck Schumer as minority leader, have uh, announced the breakthrough on the Senate floor around 1.30 this morning, which is definitely a time when everyone's up and paying attention to news. Right. So, I remember I was like, I still up this morning at like what, like two in the morning. I saw like a little news order and I was like, wait, really? what? Now I have to look through the details of this. Okay. What did they get? And I'm like here, my brain's like, and I'm just trying to figure out what was happening. I have no idea how like the senators were functioning. I've just wake up and think it was a dream. I did not because my dreams would have been happier. <laughs> there would have been <laughs> my dreams don't feature my, my dreams would feature Mitch McConnell weeping. So 
<laughs> Got I it. had to yeah. give them everything. And I'd be like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, this is this is what it looks like. It's going to be $2 trillion. It's going to be a massive boost to the, wow. hopefully to workers, as many workers as possible. Yeah. So I can do a little breakdown of, of where it looks like the money is going to go. I've seen different figures a couple of places. So this is all give or take a couple billion. But um, the biggest chunk, single chunk, seems to be a $500 billion loan program for large businesses, which I assume means businesses under 500 people, uh, cities and states and municipalities to, to deal with the crisis. Um, so like you were saying, Democrats originally wanted to like see if they could negotiate the number for big businesses down. For example, I think airlines are getting $50 billion, um, but they weren't able to do that, but they were able to get these like better oversights so that um, there's going to be an inspector general in the Treasury Department who specifically will oversee these funds so it's not just like Steve Mnuchin can give it to his friends. I mean, who knows? Who knows? They might, mm-hmm. you know, whoever the hires, they have to hire the right people to do that. These are, these are tools, but who knows how they'll actually use them. Um, but there will also be a congressional oversight panel to examine how the money is being used to. They're going to call that the Pandemic Response Accountability Committee. Um, Also, namely, Schumer said he got something in the bill that clearly looks designed to make sure Trump cannot enrich himself from this money. Um, Schumer's office says that the provision will prohibit businesses controlled by the president, vice president, members of Congress, or heads of the executive departments from receiving loans or investments from treasury programs. Um, Their children, spouses, and in-laws also cannot get these loans. So, Nobody whose last name is Trump and is connected to this president should be able to access uh, this money, this uh-huh. this portion of taxpayer money. I know Ivanka was so looking be- forward to it. You can tell. Yeah, yeah. Especially <laughs> because remember that, like last week, Trump was saying that how many billions he spent to be president. Yeah, yeah. He was just Could've starting to make up numbers about how much it cost him to be president of the United States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Still and then about were- that hotel industry one, though. But oh, we'll totally. See. Yeah. Um, there were other sort of progressive things that I was going to say things that progressives like, but these are also the things that when you just pull Americans in general, they tend to favor things like requiring the companies that would benefit from these loans to implement a minimum wage of $15. We don't believe that was included, um, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did get increased unemployment benefits. You've probably been hearing a lot that like we expect this week to have like just record number unemployment claims. Um, so basically the way it's going to work is that you're going to get paid if you lose your job, everything that you would, um, and the government will help make up the difference, I believe, between what your state is going to pay you, because that's normally how unemployment works. Um, mm-hmm. They will increase that by 600 per week for four months. Um, and this benefit also applies to like gig workers and freelancers and furloughed workers. So that means if you got furloughed, which means you're probably not earning any money, but you're still getting your company's health care, you, you are um, qualified for this benefit. Um, we're going to do a whole piece on SUP later, just breaking down what this all means and how it could apply to you and when to expect stuff to actually move. Um, they still haven't passed the bill at the time of recording, so we're going to wait on that and then take a closer look. There's also $150 billion for hospitals. Um, this is just to help them do the work that they need to do and um, a couple billion more to buy up the equipment. Obviously, still in desperate need of ventilators or masks. Uh, I know there's a bigger issue with like, it's not just a problem of there not being money to buy masks. It's like, where are the masks? Where do they exist? Um, mm-hmm. And then another $150 billion in increased aid to state and local governments, including $8 billion for tribal governments. So that's, that's where the $2, the two million, million are going, in addition to what I think people want to hear about, um, 
just cash in your pocket from Uncle Sam. Yeah, and they're going to be doing cash payments. Um, so basically, the concept is there's going to be um, one $1,200 check to adults making under $75,000. You still get a check if you make more, but it's going to be less and less as your income goes up, and I believe it maxes out around $100,000. A $500 payment would also be sent to cover every child in qualifying households. Um, and previously, the GOP wanted to exclude people who did not have taxable income. So basically, Rough. Um, yeah, if you were, for example, if you're a family of four, you have uh, one working, um, you know, you have one person who is like full-time work and another person who's doing part-time work you know, um, then you would, for the adults, let's say that person who's doing part-time doesn't make enough to meet federal income requirements, you'd still get, as far as I can tell, the $1,200 check. Right. Um, yeah. Whereas, uh, and the person who works full-time would also get that, and if they've been furloughed, they would still get, um, you know, they would still get unemployment benefits uh, increased to the $600. So you would, you would get a little bit more breathing space financially, um, even if you don't have taxable income. Uh, and uh, the GOP had wanted to exclude all of that. That is now, hopefully, that covers as many people as possible. It also includes $367 billion in loans for small businesses. It also wow. includes uh, that, like, wow, hundreds of billions for small businesses. So... Uh, that should help with uh, New York is like a huge, huge small business community. You know, people think of it as like a giant global mega city, but it, a lot of it is people doing their own hustles. Um, and that's going to, to help tremendously in helping people cover payroll and, and just make sure that they can keep at least one or two people on board. Yeah. Um, especially if this extends for more than like three to four weeks and it goes Further than that, we're, we're looking at April or May, you know, right. um, the end of April, beginning of May, you know, or later before they'll be able to reopen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I think the way you put it that like it's a little bit of breathing room is a good way because this obviously doesn't, it doesn't make it like none of this is happening for anybody. Yeah. It's still, everything is still going to be extremely tight. Um, and to some degree, I wish that there had been slightly more discussion of the people who are more vulnerable in all of this. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same, with the same fish picture? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes, conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you and the entire family covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Home Chef has over 30 options a week, and they serve a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it is economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. So for a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box 
and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash fever dream. That's homechef.com slash fever dream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash fever dream. You must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about what maybe progressives and Democrats wanted that didn't seem to make it into the bill that's going to pass? Yeah. So, I mean, you do need to get 60 senators to to agree to it. Um, that does mean you have to pull a certain number of Republicans. So, you know, Democrats couldn't get away with with doing everything they wanted. Um, the bill that Nancy Pelosi had put together was tremendous um, mm-hmm. and called for a $15 minimum wage uh, for every company who took money, which yeah. feels to me like an answer right there. Um, to a lot of other structural problems. Um, it, it was also going to include uh, issues around climate change. It was going to help create um, some sort of insurance uh, program for local news media, uh, which has actually been a huge portion of the crisis is the lack of local information um, and coverage yeah. about the virus. So, like, as a New Yorker, I never have trouble finding local coverage. This is very yeah. easy for me. We have tons and tons and tons of information about what's going on in New York. But a lot of localities, smaller cities and towns do not have local wow. journalism anymore yeah. to keep them aware of what's happening. And so uh, Democrats had suggested making sure that there's space for local journalism to survive this crisis. Um, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted the the loans to be more structured in terms of the to large businesses. Um, they came with a lot more strings attached. That's yeah. not going to happen. Um, and I think they wanted more in terms of the payments. Um, I don't know how uh, many uh, payments this is going to look look to be. It's, I don't know if it's going to be a one time twelve hundred dollar check or if it's going to be a monthly mm-hmm. check. That would go out, you know, April, May, June, because that would, yeah. if you're talking about doing that, that would be a, a tremendous difference um, between a single one-time payment of $1,200 every American to, we're going to be doing this for three months just to backfill people. So that way they, if any, because yeah. it's a slow motion crisis. Um, one other thing that I, I, I personally was not a huge fan of, we were talking about progressives there's a big argument about means testing ultimately the means testing did make it into the bill i i uh, as a, we were having this huge discussion whether it's on twitter or whatever as a liberal i fell on the side of saying no to means testing um mm-hmm. and the relative cost was like an extra 25 billion and we're playing with like we're playing with monopoly money to some degree like we're all gonna have to pay this back but it's not gonna be me i'm a poor person it's gonna be rich people yeah. And I was like, well, it doesn't matter. Just send them the money and then tax it back from them in the future. That's what's going to have totally. to happen anyway. And it gets the money out faster because we don't have to stop and like, whose tax return does blah, 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 because there are a lot of people who haven't filed 2019 taxes. So if you lost your job after 2018, you now might have on paper be making, you know, to the government $100,000. But now you've been broke and you've been using your savings to survive 2019 and you're near broke. You don't get money that you really need because they've been phasing it out via means testing. 
uh, to my personal take, it would have been better if we just sent the money to everybody and worried about, you know, everything else later because it's an emergency. Yeah, I agree. Totally. Yeah. So likely what will happen is that the Senate will pass this today and then they'll send it to the House, which Pelosi did come up with that amazing $2.5 billion or trillion um, um, deal, but she signaled that she's eager to accept the Senate's without changes. She seems happy with it. The, the, the tone among, among um, congressional Democrats and Republicans seems to have warmed in the past 12 hours. Um, and then they, the next problem is like how they actually vote on it. A lot of House members are remote. They could vote by unanimous consent, but that means that a single representative who was president could decide like no and decide to hold it up completely, um, which seems unlikely. When I read that, I thought maybe it also applied to the Senate. And I was like, well, good thing Rand Paul's not here because he would be the one to do that. But that actually is just going to apply to uh, to the House. <laughs> um, but another thing I wanted to mention is that tomorrow is Nancy Pelosi's 80th birthday. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that this crazy? Is, yeah, this is a great gift for her. To, yeah. And, like, she's 80 and she's still out there Fucking doing 80. all this work. And I, I would be like, oh, no, in right. my house now. But she's, uh, it is her house. It is her house, exactly. Yeah, she's like, she's like, I am self-quarantining in my house. In my house. The house, the house chambers, that is. Wait, um, yeah, that's genius. I'm trying to think yeah. about, like, what kind of meme I'm going to do for her birthday, and I'm definitely going to do something like that. Yes, this is my house. All right, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nancy also- Pelosi holding a gavel saying this is my house would be my, my mood. We got it. Yeah, yeah. So we asked you guys, we've been asking you guys to send us some good things that are happening so we can end this show on a positive note. Um, one of you said you turned your cannabis manufacturing facility into a facility that can make hand sanitizers to donate. I've been seeing a lot of this, which is so cool. Um, also keeping people in, in work. Um, somebody got accepted to all the grad schools they applied to and somebody volunteers at an animal rescue and all the animals have been adopted or are in foster homes, which I've also heard, which is like so encouraging and amazing. This is definitely the time. I've fostered a ton of animals. This is definitely the time to do it if it's something you've wanted to do but aren't sure if you have the time. Like we're all at home and puppies need you to be at home all the time. This is the time to foster or uh, or maybe adopt if, if you're ready for that too. Yes, yes. And I would, uh, if it's possible, give a shout out to all the people who are deemed essential and, yes. you know, keep, keep your thoughts on them. And if you can, you know, toss them five bucks. The extra money yeah. really at this point is there no one's getting hazard pay and no one's getting for like no one's getting the extra overtime or anything like that they're being run ragged so if yes. you can just some kindness to people in your life who have to be out and have to work and have to take the risks uh, they're keeping all of us kind of a little bit safer and fed and and well and toss something out to them if you can yeah absolutely perfect okay until the end of covid-19 i'm amanda duberman I'm Caitlin Bird, and this is the Betcha Sup Podcast. The Betcha Sup Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. The Sup is created by Sammy Fishbein. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and send your emails to Sup at Betches.com. Betches.